0: Hey everybody, this is Kennedy Hawk from the MCM team. I wanted to try something new, similar to the Deck Talves events we do at the holidays. This is just going to be a Deck of the Week short um, audio podcast. Just me talking about a deck that I've been playing recently, why it's awesome, and going through the list and telling you why you should check it out. So, every week, I'm going to try to record one deck, publish it on Saturday so people can listen to it, try out the deck, tell me what they would change, tell me why I'm dumb and why I included the wrong cards, and we can all learn about deck building together. So we're going to kick off the first deck of the week from the MCM crew with my favorite deck, Hawkeye Aggression. I know, I'm doing this solo because I'm sure the other three hosts are sick of me talking about Hawkeye, but you the listener, I know you're not sick of hearing about the once and forever great Hawkeye. So let's deep dive into Hawkeye Aggression with all these new great Galaxies Most Wanted and Guardians Wave cards. So this deck is an update from the deck I had on the DB a long time ago called I Have an Arrow for That. When I built I Have an Arrow for that, my goal was to shoot two arrows a turn. And I've since changed my opinion on how many arrows Hawkeye should be shooting a turn um, down to one. And we'll get to that later. But let's deep dive into the deck, go through the deck list, and then talk about what it's all about. So we've got five allies in our deck. This is a Hawkeye Aggression deck. We have Angela. That's a new ally. We have Hulk, obviously Mockingbird, Spider Girl, and Wasp. So only five allies, but all those allies are extremely cheap. Every ally costs 2 or less, except for Mockingbird, and she's gonna be great value either way. So those are some of the most expensive cards in your deck, even though they cost two or less. So that should that should get you excited right there. We have 19 events, so this is not a normal Kennedy Hawk deck where we have, you know, 10 events and, and nothing else. We have obviously our 10 arrows, but on top of that, we have three copies of Mean Swing, 3 copies of Skilled Strike, and 3 copies of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. We have three resources only, Energy, Genius, and Strength. We chose not to include Power of Aggression because there aren't a ton of aggression cards that cost more than zero, right? Mean Swing, Skilled Strike, and Angela, that's seven cards right there that cost zero. It would work for Hulk, Spider Girl, Wasp, and then two of the upgrades we're going to talk about here in a minute. So not a ton of cards for Power of Aggression to combo with. For upgrades, we've got 13 upgrades. We've got one copy of Combat Training, a copy of Downtime and Endurance, two copies of Expert Marksman, 1 copy of God Slayer, 1 copy of Hawkeye's Bow, 1 copy of Quiver, 3 copies of the Best Card Ever, Honorary Avenger, and 2 copies of Pulse Grenade. So there you have it. That is the deck. Let's talk about what it's all about. So the goal of this deck is to bring out your inner kid. And what you're going to do is, once you get set up every turn, you're going to pick whatever best arrow for the current turn is from your Quiver. You're going to shoot that arrow... And then you're going to make a giant attack, an attack that would make giant man proud swinging with your base attack for Hawkeye. I've seen Hawkeye swing for as much as 13, and I think you can get even higher if you get like the nuts card draw. So let's go through how we get to that. So let's just start with Hawkeye. Um, So Hawkeye's got two attack on his hero side. With his bow, he's going to go up to three because that's plus one attack. We have combat training in our deck, so we can obviously get to four. And your role in a multiplayer game with this deck is to just take it to the face. You are going to be punching the villain as much as possible, flipping as little as possible. And when you flip, you're going to flip back up, have so many cards in your hand that the villain will not survive. So you've got four damage so far with combat training, Hawkeye's Bow, and Hawkeye's Innate Attack. Since you're attacking the villain, you're going to use God Slayer. um, So that lets you exhaust it to add two damage to the attack. So that gets you up to six. If you're not attacking a unique villain or minion, you could be attacking a generic minion. You probably don't need a uh, more than 4 attack then hopefully, but if you did, you could mean swing that Godslayer to get plus 3, but we're not going to plan on doing that. We're going to be planning on attacking the villain every turn with Godslayer. So you're up to 6. Speaking of mean swing, you've got your bow and Godslayer. Those are two restricted weapons. But to fire that arrow earlier, you had to exhaust your bow and you have to exhaust Godslayer. So what's this meanswing swing all about? It's about this new card from Star-Lord's pack, Pulse Grenade. This card seems like extremely inefficient when you look at it um, in a vacuum. But when you add that card into Mean Swing with Hawkeye, it is insane in value. So Pulse Grenade costs two. It's a basic weapon upgrade that's an energy resource, so it helps you fuel Wasp. It has a hero action, Attack. Discard Pulse Grenade and choose an enemy. Discard the top two cards of the encounter deck, deal one damage to the chosen enemy for each boost icon discarded this way. You're almost never gonna use that text. What you care about is it has the weapon trait and it is not restricted. So once you get a Pulse Grenade out, every time you draw Mean Swing, you're able to add three to your attack. So let's count on one of those. We're up to nine attack. If we add one copy of Skilled Strike, we're already up to 11. And we've got two more copies of Skilled Strike and two more copies of Mean Swing in our deck to boost our attack even further. On top of that, we got Earth's Mightiest Heroes, so we could ready Hawkeye and swing again for at least the base 4 without adding all these other things to it. So you've got a ton of advantage to just pump, pump, pump damage with your basic attack. You're going to be extremely susceptible to exhaustion, that's why we have those three Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and we brought honorary Avengers to make characters like Angela an Avenger, um, and just to like boost the allies for one damage. Those allies are cheap, their goal isn't to thwart, it isn't to attack, it's to be played, get to 101 hit point, and then take a jump for Hawkeye. That is their entire purpose in this deck. So like I said, your goal is to pew pew pew, shoot one arrow, and then swing for a giant base attack into the villain's face. Some cool things you can do with this. So I talked about that entire chain that you could just do. You can get up to 13, 15, maybe even 18 attack if you've got two pulse grenades and two mean swings in hand. You can do all that damage with one basic attack. and then. What's really cool about Pulse Grenade is Mean Swing requires you to exhaust a weapon. Just like Jarmjorn, Pulse Grenade's action doesn't require you to exhaust it and discard it. It's just discard Pulse Grenade and choose an enemy. So if you're in like a real pinch or a bind, or you're just like ready to seal the deal against the villain, he's got one or two health left, you can do that big 18-15 damage swing, and then discard your two Pulse Grenades to do even more damage. So I was playing this at a four-player game the other day against Kang, and I got sent to my other dimension against Kang, and I defeated him in one turn. I used my Vibranium Arrow, I swung for 11, and then I think he had like 4 health left, and I popped one Pulse Grenade and flipped a 3 and a 2, and Kang was gone forever. Um, So it is an amazingly bursty deck. You are going to have turns where you don't burst. Um, But even turns where you don't burst, if you've got an arrow to shoot and a 4 damage attack, it's not a horrible turn. So I mentioned earlier about not shooting more than one arrow per turn. And I've really turned myself around and um, thrown myself in my head with this thought pattern. When Hawkeye first came out, I was all about shooting as many arrows as I could and going pew, 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 get all those arrows out there, have fun. And that's definitely not the wrong way to play either. It is super fun to play that way, so if you enjoy that, go for it. I still do it every once in a while. But I found it's a lot more efficient to shoot one arrow and then use your big base attack. Anytime a hero has a base stat of three or more in some category, you're going to really have to justify exhausting that hero for a different reason. That's one of the reasons Miss Marvel is really good at what she does, right? With a base stat line of one, you're never going to feel bad about exhausting her to bounce that event back to hand. With Hawkeye, every time you exhaust him to ready his bow, you're giving up three damage because that bow already pumps you to three. So you've really got to be able to justify it in a good way. So we do shoot electric arrow to deal three and a stun, we could pay two resources and the the Sonic Arrow from hand to deal three damage in a Confuse, as well as exhausting Hawkeye. Or we could just exha- exhaust Hawkeye and save those three cards in hand for something else, like playing an ally or um, playing a, a different event that does more damage. So there's there's this opportunity cost that is lost if you are exhausting your hero constantly to play more arrows. So what I have found is I, I much prefer to, like I said, pop my base attack, shoot one arrow, and then go to face at the villain or go to face at some minion. There are definitely still situations where you might want to shoot more than one arrow. Maybe there's a guard minion in front of you, and you also have you know a stun that you want to apply to the villain. So you play explosive arrow to clear the guard minion, and then you go to the villain's face. Um, you might need to thwart, and then also still want to hit the villain. So don't get me wrong, there are still definitely turns that I try to play two arrows. But I found when I'm winning games, what I'm doing effectively is building up this arsenal of solutions in my quiver. So I'm trying to not play arrows from my quiver at the beginning of the game. That way, mid-game to end-game, I have a solution box of 3 to 4 different arrow types in my quiver and I can play the best arrow for me that turn and then swing big. So hopefully that explains my my thought pattern on trying to shoot one arrow and then swing instead of trying to pump out a bunch of arrows all at once. So let's talk a little bit more about the deck in general. So your your goal is to do a lot of setup. It actually requires more setup than the last deck we were talking about. But once you're set up, you're rock and roll and flying. So you're gonna want to get combat trading down, you're gonna want to get God Slayer and two expert marksmen. So that's seven resources of investment right there. Obviously you're gonna want to get your bow and your quiver down. Um, but once you have all that down, you're really set up to just rock and roll. Because at that point, every turn, you can quiver, grab an arrow, fire that arrow with Expert Marksman for free. So that means you've still got your five cards in hand. With those five cards, you could do one mean swing, you could do one skilled strike, and you could play a two-cost ally without dipping into anything else. So every turn, you're shooting an arrow, you're swinging for 11-ish, and um, playing an ally, which just sounds you know, about perfect to me. Um, I don't think I mentioned those Pulse Grenades, you are going to need one of those out at least to have this consistent mean swing, but you can always decide before you get the Pulse Grenade out, maybe I mean swing my God's layer instead of taking the plus two. There's a lot of couple options and pivots you can take here. Um, Obviously, you could not take Hulk if someone else is playing a Hulk player. I was just Brawn or someone like that then that helps you. um, Hulk's really there because he has that really big HP line, so sometimes he could block two attacks for Hawkeye, which is very essential um You could swap Godslayer for hand cannons from Galaxy's Most Wanted. Those uh, let you remove a counter, give an attack plus two and overkill. Those can be really, really good with Hawkeye, especially in minion heavy scenarios. That might be a little bit better than Godslayer because those guard minions are really going to give you a tough time. um And getting overkill and being able to splash, like hit that guard minion for 15 and then splash all that damage to the villain, doesn't sound bad at all. God's Lear is a little more expensive than Hand Cannon, but I tend to like it better because it sticks on the board. Hand Cannon is like a recurring resource that I'm going to have to play every time I make three attacks. And I'm usually playing this deck in like three or four player multiplayer. Uh, I'm letting everybody else handle a threat and do whatever they can. You are going to want to use your Sonic Arrows and your Cable Arrows wisely. Um, and you're really going to want to get downtime down eventually because you're not going to be able to flip a lot. You're contributing very little to the removal of threat. So every time you flip, you are costing your team greatly. So you need to make sure that you can flip and either have the villain be confused or have just removed a bunch of threat to help your team out. But ultimately, super, super fun Hawkeye Aggression deck. Um, just a little bit more about the deck. So there's obviously only 40 cards in this deck. The cost curve on this deck is insane. You've got 15 cards that cost zero. Now one of those is Wasp, so she doesn't really count, but she still counts in my mind. You've got 9 cards that cost 1, so you're up to 24 cards that cost 1 or less. 11 cards that cost 2, so at this point you're up to 11 plus 9 is 20, plus 15 is 35 cards that are 2 or less. And you've got 2 cards that cost 3, that's God'slayer and Mockingbird. On top of that you have 3 more that technically cost 0, the resources, so really like half of your deck basically costs 0 which is going to really skyrocket you into always being able to afford to play that ally every turn and make sure you have Chumper, perhaps Flip. So, I highly recommend you check this out. I'm going to do a write-up on this deck on Marvel CDB pretty soon, but if you're listening to the audio feed, you'll get a little early advance notice about how awesome this deck is, so be sure to go check out Hawkeye Aggression. If you have a different take on Hawkeye Aggression, hop on our Discord, or any Discord that I'm on, really. And uh, shoot me your list, because I would love to try it out. I want to see what everybody else's takes are on Hawk Aggression with the newest cards before we move on to another hero and another aspect next week. So, that was it for this week's Deck of the Week. We will pick a new combination next week using some of the new cards from Drax's pack, and we'll see if I can finally decide that green cards maybe aren't entirely super disgustingly gross. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great weekend.